fashion to war the world version invasion yeah i said it invasion am i crazy invaded seems to be the word american life cartoon absurd don't go to sleep or you shall join that herd this is truth to power i am curious g with my man ace cannon we're gonna get to some quick house cleaning this is the deal. We are not politically correct. Mm-mm. This is imperfectly human. Mm-hmm. These are natural conversations between two rappers that are taking on different topics through the lens of art and in conversation. One thing you might hear is a little profanity. We Sorry. practice self-censorship, which means we try to be respectful to the topics that we're taking on. Even if we sometimes touch a nerve with the things that we're saying, we're going to try to be respectful. Um, you want to add anything to that or you got that? That sounds good. All right. My man here, he usually doesn't know what the hell is coming down the pike. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's pretty spot on. Like he finds out what the topic is about the time that you good folks do. Um, and this week, we're actually going to be talking about the educational system here in America. Um, you know, and this is a this is a sensitive topic for me. Why is that? I feel very strongly about our school system. You know, when we we spent two weeks talking about labor and two weeks before that talking about poverty, and um, as much as I feel passionate about labor. There is nothing that I feel more passionate about than education. This is one of my core values as a human being. I believe that education holds the answer to every problem that we face in the world today. That with better education, we have a better chance of addressing some of the issues that are in front of us, no matter what they are. I'm talking about economic, environmental, nuclear catastrophe, whatever it is, it can be improved with education, right? Um, however, I feel that our education system is one of the ways that we are under the most control. You know, like I, I mentioned this before, we spend 12 years being educated to be a worker, but we're not really taught how to work safely or how to protect ourselves through labor law. You know, um, what's your overall opinion of our educational system? Hit or miss. We have some really good school districts. Um, I surprisingly didn't realize how good my education was until I got to college. Mm. Uh, things that I thought were normal weren't. Uh, so it is, you know, chance. We, and we've talked about this on this podcast before, but, you know, it's no coincidence why, you know, lower test scores are where they are. Higher test scores are where they are. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's as much as it's a public school, there's a lot of pub, you know, private funds that go into public schools for a lot of, uh, a lot of schools or a lot of students, you know, in their schools. So it's still money driven. Mm. So if you got it, you're going to get a good education. If you don't, good luck. I don't think anybody gets a good education. I think that there's definitely people who do get good educations. Yeah. Not in the public school system. Mm. Not in the public school system. I don't know. I think that's too, too, I, 
I don't agree with that. I think there's definitely a good school system. Oh, we're going to get around, into some stuff yeah, around, today. I mean, that's too, that's too much of an absolute statement that there's no good school, <laughs> not one good school in the whole United States. Well, it's kind of like what I just said. We spent 12 years being educated to work, but they never go into the history of, of labor unions I, or the laws that I get what us. you're saying. I get what you're saying, but that would be... For you, it would be like suffice, you right? Know? For you, yeah, yeah. For but me, I'm, yeah, for, for you. Me. But for I'm me. saying, like, there's some good schools. There has to be. So here's an example of educational censorship that's continuing to spread across the country in 2023. There has been 86 educational gag orders introduced as of February 14th this year. These are ongoing efforts to prohibit teaching about things like race, racism, American history, where censorship gives preconditions that limit academic freedom and free speech on campus. I'm going to give you two examples. So here's an example of some of the language that you'll find in one such gag order. To prohibit schools from using any instructional materials that address non-cognitive social factors, including but not limited to self-awareness, self-management, self-awareness in relationships, and the skills of relationships— responsible decision-making, and or other attributes, dispositions, social skills, attitudes, behaviors, beliefs, feelings, emotions, mindsets, or metacognitive learning skills. Motivational. So long. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) Self-regulation. I mean, it really is. It is long. Well, it's hilarious because it's like the, uh, you know what it reminded me of? Health, like uh, pills online. You know, uh, it'll solve your you know, blah, 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 but uh, symptoms can be blah, 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 blah. So, so we want to limit things like self-awareness in, in fucking education. <laughs> Isn't that, that's kind of becoming aware as the way you learn, right? Like, you, you would think. You would think. I mean, okay. Now here, here's the second example. And I like this one even more because I'm a, I'm a bit of a science dude, right? I like, I like science. Um, I feel like science is the one thing that we actually are after some form of truth and that we could test it, you know, like religion, things like that. A lot of times you can't test those things, you know, they're belief systems, but it's not testable stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So this is the second example to prohibit public school science teachers from offering instruction on anything other than scientific fact. It's defined in this bill as. Here's the words, as indispensable and repeatable observational of natural phenomenon. Okay, they can't, they can't talk about these things um, other than scientific fact, right? Now, that sounds kind of good in a sense. It does. Right? Here's the thing. The fact that scientific method is generated from theories, not facts, goes unaddressed. Science is a process of both observation and experimentation (laughs) in the search for testing what we believe is real. Okay. So when you're talking about, when you're talking about science, you know, yes, there is a scientific process, but a lot of these things are theories, right? Everything's a theory until, yeah. But there's also limiting in the language when it comes to environmental things. Mm-hmm. And there it's more important on how things, uh, how people believe, you know, and this is some of the stuff that we've talked about here <laughs> in, uh, with Washington state's laws, yeah. right? Um, but what this is to me, this is censorship. All this is a form of censorship in the realm of education. Um, and, and this is what I'll say about our education system. Um, children are born creative geniuses, 
right? But the education system destroys imagination. And we cut all the programs that cultivate creativity, ingenuity, innovation, and the entrepreneurial spirit. Do you agree with any of that? I agree with a lot of it. Okay. I, I, I wasn't sure. I know. Well, you took one <laughs> statement I made and thought I was going which way, but I, I just was like one statement. I was like, there's a one good school in the United States. Not to say that, <sighs> I mean, that there has to be, bro. That means Do you know be, where schools come from? <clears throat> I mean- no, I'm. Do you know where they where teaching, they came from? Teaching your youth. I don't know. I mean, why? okay. The very first public schools in, in the whole world that were, is in the books, right? So that's what I'm, I mean. These are like okay. Were compulsory schools? <clears throat> okay. Started by the Lutheran Church by Martin Luther. It was a way. So of, there was no education before that. N- not not compulsory schools. I mean, that that we know of. There was no organized schools like what we have today. According to who? At history. Okay. According to history. Okay. According to history, there's been no schools like the compulsory schools that we have where parents are encouraged to let their children be educated by a a, a structured system, right? Martin Luther was the one that actually set this up because he wanted to indoctrinate a lot of the children into his version of Christianity and away from the Catholic church belief system, right? And this had led a lot of governments to start creating the public school systems. It was following that. That was where the public school systems were starting to create. In fact, Germany was the first place that you had any compulsory schools, right? And then other places in Europe, it started to catch on. And even here in America, like we looked at what they did. Canada looked at what they did, right? And this is where the public school system grew. And it was all the wealthiest people in the United States that came together to help create the school systems that we have for the purpose for teaching people to be workers. But their second goal was to keep us obedient. And it went us to think too much. And that is history. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let, me, let me break this down to the way I'm kind of seeing things, right? If you take children, right? Children embrace imagination and creativity, right? But in school, we're kind of taught that there's only one acceptable answer to a question. We're supposed to repeat those answers, but not question them. If you don't repeat the answers that you're expected to repeat, you fail, right? Teachers at the front of the class, information comes at you. It's not necessarily a conversation, right? Children, they don't make assumptions, They kind of don't have fixed ideas, right? They're open to new information before they go to school. But in school, we're giving them a a worldview that says that this is it and it must be accepted and repeated in tests and homework and the papers that we write or you fail, you know? So we, we take creative open minds and we kind of close them. You know, um, here's an example, you know, kids, they ask for what they want as well as what they need, like asking for help. They ask questions without feeling inferior because they don't have the knowledge, right? But we are taught that we can be wrong and being wrong, you fail. We don't see it as part of growing with school, right? Isn't school supposed to be a place that we 
learn to think? It's <clears throat> it's not. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's each place can be different. I mean, we. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. This is... Think about your nephew, your young nephew. How old is he? He's four. Four years old. Do you think he's overly concerned with self-image and how others perceive him? Right now? Right now. No. No, not at all. He He could could care care less. less. And we don't nurture that type of stuff. We're very concerned with perception. We're very concerned with perception. And having a grade A is one of those big things that we're very concerned with. We're concerned with the end goal of getting an A. Am I wrong? Well, for the most part, that's the, that's the end goal, yes. That is the end goal. Of school, yes, in America, for sure. Oh, yeah. But see, here's the issue. <clears throat> Grades do not show an honest reflection of what people know. 80% of people that take a placement test going into college are not at a high school graduating level. So those grades never showed what they actually knew. 80% of kids have to take remedial classes just to get up to a college level before they can begin working on their college degree <laughs> after their placement test. 80%, 80%. One in two will drop out because they weren't prepared as a student. They had no idea. They had A's in, in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Right now we have 25% of all kids dropping out of high school. One in four. It's wild. Only one in four ever graduate with a college degree. And most of them are in debt when they do. True. Mm. All right. So here's some of the things. Here's some of the things. (laughs) Skills that we are not taught. Conversational skills, like listening, speaking, critical thinking, creative thinking, how to handle money, dating and relationships, human rights, workers' rights, survival training, home repair, homeowners insurance, and how to navigate protections of our own investment, car repair. Or home and uh, just like home insurance, car insurance, how to responsibly handle personal credit and credit cards, how to cook and eat healthy, respecting oneself and our body, including healthcare, gun safety, how to find and get hired for a job in the real world, health insurance, self defense, what sexual harassment is in the workplace, how to be respectful to people of different belief systems, how to learn from failure, first aid, workplace safety, time management, local law, suicide prevention, alternatives to prescription drugs, preventing the psychological damage of social media, porn, or propaganda, or navigating the manipulation of false information in politics and media. And finally, climate change and nuclear wars threats. We're not taught about any of that stuff. We are taught, however, long division, (laughs) how to write in cursive, how to climb a rope in PE. Oh, don't speak unless you raise your hand. Read books that you're told and not question too much. And of course, how to make a potato into a battery. I get what you're saying, man. I just... There's positives to school, though. You're making it sound like there's nothing positive about school whatsoever. You know, I think there's just a lot of positives about school. Give me one. I mean, you're saying like interaction within people. You get to learn how to communicate with people. 
I took economics. I learned about money. We talked about the home ec thing on the way here. Sure. Um, so there are particular things that we do learn. We don't sit down and take a class strictly on taxes, which, yeah, we definitely should. Um, mm. Same thing. I mean, there's things that we definitely should do. Absolutely. That's an amazing list. Did you hear everything? I, I heard said? what you're saying, but I also Ooh. think that there's, I also think that there's schools who do do those things though. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's too absolute. It's, I, I don't, I don't like the statement because I, I do think that there's good teachers in America. You know, I really think that there are, and there are people that want you to critically think. Like I can think about two professors, well, two teachers that were just like, no man, it's okay. Tell me what you want. what do you think? And they, they would, you know, I don't know. I just, um, <clears throat> You know, taking, taking, I don't know. I just feel like I learned a good amount. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weirdo. So there were some experts that put out a book called A Nation at Risk in 1984. And these were educational experts. So they, they knew what they were talking about, right? They said, if, if we had our curriculum imposed on us by a foreign government, we would view it as an act of war. That might be a book worth reading, A Nation at Risk. <laughs> I mean, an act of war. That's pretty harsh language. If we had our curriculum imposed on us by a foreign country, we would see it as an act of war. Yeah, for sure. I mean, do you think that we are prepared as Americans to be a we the people form of government in this country with the way that we're being educated? I think a select few are but not everyone doesn't have the same chance for sure. So there's no equality. No, that's, that's a whole different question. There's definitely education, but equality of education, that's different. Mm. Just like I was saying in the beginning, if you live in a nice neighborhood, you probably have good schools. You live in a bad neighborhood. Wouldn't be surprising if your school wasn't doing too well. And that's definitely, that's definitely making a grand assumption. Well, yeah, because but, in a bad neighborhood, your, your, your taxes are paying for the schools themselves. Yeah. So you have a disadvantage right there. We kind of talked about that with the red line districts. So you have unequal services being provided to you, mm -hmm. you know, so everybody doesn't have that level playing field. Yeah. But it's the public school system, period. It's the public school. So I'll, hear, I'll use another example. The way that we teach mathematics right? We're not given calculators when we're young. We're supposed to do all this work on, our, on, on paper and you've got to do a hundred addition problems tonight for homework, right? To grasp the process of adding one valued number to another. That's ridiculous. It makes people hate math. Some people. Mm, people, people that have a way of thinking that, that doesn't mind that repetition. Oh yeah. This school they is succeed. School is awesome. They succeed. Because I, because the way that I work was good for school. Most people. Yeah. Most people hate math, but that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there are exceptions to the rules. Can we at least say that? There is. If okay. you're lucky enough no, to but, think but no, that no, way. But no, I don't, I don't. Yes or no. Are there exceptions to the rules? There is. Okay. That's all I want to make sure because there are some people, there are some schools, there are some particulars that are okay. Rain Man. Rain Man would have been fine. I mean, there's a lot of people who do well I'm in school. I'm just saying Rain know, Man, man would have been fine. I know, but you're just, I don't, I don't like the tone that you're taking towards this. I think that there's some good in education. Mm. There are some good. There are some good teachers. There are some people that make you believe in yourself. There are some people that make you strive for your goals. Oh, I'm not saying teachers aren't good. <clears throat> don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. I'm talking about the curriculum itself. I, okay, that's, 
Okay. The curriculum. But the, teachers also, are good. But you also have other teachers that are teaching against your curriculum, and those are good teachers, right? That are just gonna. I want you to. I want you to know. I want you to learn. I want you to be. You know, informed. Because I had a couple of teachers that were like that. Mm. <clears throat> Granted, they've been there for like forever, so they were like tenured. I don't know. You. You. You almost makes. I feel like you think I'm lying right now. No, I don't feel you, that you, way the, at all. The look is like, hmm, really? You went to the one school, huh? Hmm, hmm. But mm. <clears throat> so, in a book written by this man called Elward Cubberly, he was of the public school administration. He wrote, "Our schools are, in a sense, factories in which the raw products, which he meant the children, are to be shaped and fashioned into products to meet the various demands of life." The specifications for manufacturing come from the demands of the 20th century civilization. And it is the business of the school to build its pupils according to the special aids laid down. So what was that that they really were building? What products were they creating? Industrial. They were creating industrial. So a lot of our, our school goes back to the industrial revolution the way that it is. 100%. Okay. Not saying that I don't agree with you. I do agree with everything you're saying, mm. but I'm giving people and the possibility, a possibility of doubt. That's all it is. Because I think we are made to be factory workers. I mean, I, I, you know what? Maybe, maybe you disagree with me and Einstein, who said that school was the obedience of the corpse. <laughs> that was his exact... Um, way of explaining our school system is is the obedience of a corpse because that was the second goal for the business people that came together to create our schools. They wanted us to be educated enough to work, but they also wanted us to be obedient, right? Raise your hand to ask a question. Don't speak out of turn, right? Um, fill out your name here. When the bell rings, go to the next class. They're preparing us to be workers, but you can't really challenge the ideas that people are putting out there. You know, you had to regurgitate this information so that what that stops you from doing is thinking. If that person wants to not think, yeah. You produce. I mean, because- You, you produce. Yeah, but it's just, you know, I don't know. I think that, uh, I think that there's, I could maybe give, I don't know. I don't, I just don't agree. It's just like, I, I, I know that that's what, for the most part, yeah, but I still think that there's still possibility of there's people that are doing positive things. I don't know. Mm. See, I, I, I feel like you, you, you don't agree because of the teacher thing. Okay. I, so no, here's the thing. There's no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that I don't agree because, because that, because there are particular things that are taught that aren't necessarily by your, you know, you have to learn these things. This is the minimum end. You know, I, I felt like I had a lot of end teachers okay. that would add a lot to my, to what we were doing growing up. Because it was like, yeah, we'll do this and we'll read a couple extra books and we'll do these other things. So <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think the education, I'm not saying it's great, but I don't think it's like, I still think it's probably a better education than most of the world. Mm. One of the problems is it has standardized teaching and testing, which means that the rate in which we learn is controlled. The rate that they can teach is controlled, not how much you can learn, how much they can teach. Ah, it slows some people down and some people can't keep up. Uh, yes, 
there, but then yes and no. That's why 25% of the kids drop yeah, out. For sure. Absolutely. I'm, th- that amongst other things, not just the one thing. I'm sure there's a lot of factors that go into that. You know, you, we, that's too. It teaches respect for authority over exploration of truth. I mean, that's from a young age from your parents though too, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think everybody parents a little bit differently. 100%. And I think that when kids first start going to school, they do have this inquisitive mind, like that open mind that I talked about, that creative mind. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that statement that I said earlier, that came from Forbes magazine about how it stifles creativity, entrepreneurship, all that stuff. You know, that that spirit of, of being curious about the but, world, the innovation. But look at the new generation of what's happening though. Like, obviously there's people that are taking what they're learning and moving with it and going further. Well, when Forbes magazine wrote about this, they said the decline of new startups was incredible. Well, that's Because not, we're lacking innovation. Would you say that's real now? Because it seems like startups are happening nonstop. No, this was just a couple of years ago but that I mean, Forbes magazine put that saying article that out. That startups are, there's not enough startups? Yes, they said the decline of startups- well, and the lack of innovation. What? Yes. Dude, didn't, in the last like year, technology has jumped further than it has like in the last 10 years. Correct. But a lot of that technology is creating its technology. You've got, you've got programs writing programs. But, and the, the layoff of people is, man. the layoff of people in those workplace jobs for engineers is incredible. Well, and that's another, we can, they added a bunch of engineers because of COVID. So really the market just rebalanced itself. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this today. We, we, was there really 90,000 lost jobs or was it 90,000 rebalances? Mm. Mm. So the concept of children being sent away to school, and I, I kind of touched on this a minute ago, it was incorporated in Europe in the seventh, 16th century by Martin Luther as he began to advocate the departure from the Catholic Church as the Protestants began to challenge authority of the Pope. It was intended to indoctrinate um, children and society into this new way of thinking. This was the birth of the modern school system, the compulsory school system, which evolved into the factory style of schooling that we have today. Right. And, and one of the things that, that that type of schooling has has created is this uniformity and mass acceptance of theories. Rather than innovation and progress, you know, like we we have this, let's say, mass acceptance of different ideas and we're not open to new information. Look how many people have been resistant to, to the actual science of climate change. Lots. <laughs> Lots. And, and you know how long it is that scientists have been talking about this? Eons. My entire life. Yeah, I mean, probably even before that, man. My entire life. Yeah. Like, who knows? There's probably some guy out there being like, well, the ice looks slow like this, you know. That's wild. Mm. So you, you feel like we're, we're doing good with the school systems that we have? Oh, no. I didn't... I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. I think that there's definitely, definitely too much. I know it's crazy because there's so much opinions, but yet it doesn't really, it just doesn't make any difference. You know, you would think that in a society where you'd want to better yourself and the next generation, all you would do is educate your people to be, you know, as intelligent as possible. But once you, but once you start realizing 
you know, how, like how much power you actually have, which is something I think we are starting to slowly realize, you know, you realize that it was just all a scam. You know, it, it was like, it was a scam. You know, that's easy to, it's easy to feel that way. I could see how someone could feel that way. Like one of those business leaders that, that was helping to formulate our schools here in America, they said of doctors and lawyers, we have plenty of poets. We have plenty. We don't need more of them. We need workers. Yeah. Well, this isn't, have you ever, you ever heard of a book called unexplained sheep? No. You ever heard of that? No. All right. So there's a reason why the smartest people go towards the specific jobs because that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. So if you are, you know, stupid good at finance, you know, like, like top, top tier, I bet you, you could have been good at something else because of the education system. You were able to understand the education system so well, you were able to maximize it. Um, same thing, you know, with something else. I just don't think that there's enough, there's not, there's not enough people to almost do like the 1% of jobs. Like there's, there isn't that type of 1% of person. Most of us are average. Like I'm average as fuck. You know, there's like some special people in the world, but for the most part, we're just all like, we are worker bees. What if we were nurturing the creativity and the imagination that children have? Where could we take it? Anywhere. They're creative geniuses at those young ages. Absolutely. You could take it anywhere. They don't feel like they're failing because they're wrong. Yeah. But how many people do? How many people struggle with testing? All the time. Fearful. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not uh, helping somebody to learn. I say it's, it's not helping all. Cause there's like I was saying, like, I really liked school yeah. because it was a memorization test and I have a good memory. So I really liked school. Cause I, I mean, I can't spell for shit, but I got a hundred percent on every spelling test because I can memorize 20 words every week. So like school was awesome for me. It was for you. But, okay. if, you, but if you had no, if you, but granted, if you weren't good at school, you didn't have good parents, you didn't have anything after support system, it would feel like a complete failure. But, but you had an easy time with math and things like that, Absolutely. Right? I, was go- okay. yeah, I was good at so school. So you just happen to have the kind of brain that within the structure of our schooling system could succeed. Yes. Okay. Now, people that can just easily succeed in that, it works fine, but it, everybody doesn't learn the same. Absolutely. And other people are failing because their brain doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. So grades, right? Like this is... This is one of the biggest flaws that we have, I think, in the education system, because what it does is it gives like this feeling about ourselves, right? It gives us kind of a sense of identity. You were an A student. You were kind of like the 1% in our society today, you know, but there's some people out there that are failing every step of the way in their school, (laughs) you know, F, F, F. And you know what they feel like? They feel like failures before they're even out of school. You know, now my thing is, is why have grades in school? Why have grades in school? Yeah. Are you asking like the actual answer or like, what does it do? Theoretically. What what does it do? I mean, it it puts a standard of who's the top and who's the the worst. No, it doesn't. According to that standard, it does. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Like I said, 80% of people that go to, to college, 80% are not at what they thought they were. I, Right. They that's, thought they were graduating with a 12th grade education. They were not. Yes. And that's 80% of the people that go to college. Right. What about the ones that never even do to go to college? Cause they don't have the belief in themselves enough to even do it. 
right? They're probably not anywhere even near a graduating level, even if they did graduate. So grades aren't an actual representation of what we know. And I tell you one thing, we start making these records off kids that impact their future before they even understand what their future is, right? Now, a parent like your mother that's very concerned about your schooling and things like that gave you some things in your background that would help you get into a college. Other kids don't have that same help, you know? So what we're talking about is we're talking about school is incredibly unequal. Now, here's the thing. You want to do testing? Keep doing it at the, at the college level when you're trying to get into college. Either you get in or you don't. Maybe you learned what you needed to learn and you passed that placement test and bucko, you're in. Or maybe, you know, you might want to work at McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Life is the test. Life is the test. Yeah. Life is the test. You want to take a test to get a job? Take that test. Here's your test. Let's see if you have the skills that this job requires. Right? Yeah. But why do you got to, well, why do we have to test them and do all this stuff in school? Like the SATs. You know who created the SATs? No. Fucking Nazi. A guy that came out of fucking Germany that happened to be a Nazi. That is the truth. Oh, well, they created a lot of stuff in this century. Yes, they did. In this century. So you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. This is all about control. Yeah, everything is, for sure, at the end of the day. Well, should education be about control, man? But we were just saying, I mean, <laughs> no, but your government, but there's no free country, you know? The government always controls something. There's no such thing as a free country. Hmm. They have some say in it. I think that we have laws and things in our constitution that allow us to have freedoms if we use it. But we have to be uh, free to use it. And true liberty comes from education. That's true. Right? Liberty implies choice. And if I don't have the capacity to think about the choices that are in front of me, I do not have the freedom to take what I think is going to actually help me. Right? Like like I, I spoke about how we're educated to be workers, but we're not educated about labor law. So as a worker, when you get out of high school, you can't protect yourself legally. You know, you haven't been trained or taught how to get a job. (laughs) Right. I mean, most people don't even look at the minimum wage and ever say, Hey, why are we turning out a nation of people into poverty? Does this do the country any good? Well, no, but fuck no, I was shaking my head. Yes, but no, it does not. So here in Florida, when I was about, I want to say in my 20s, they had this billboard. It said that in 10 years, $10 billion was given to education through the Florida lottery, through the money it raised. Think about that number. $10 billion in 10 years. That's a billion dollars a year. And yet they would ask the teachers or the teachers would ask the parents, um, we don't have enough money for notebooks so or crayons, crazy, man. right? So crazy. Well, it's so crazy because that m- number doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Think about that. A billion dollars for one a year? year that the Florida lottery raised 
for education. And that's extra money. And that's extra money. Extra money. money. Yeah. Extra money. No, it wasn't. We thought it was as yeah. voters, but what they actually did is they took the tax money and put it into the prison system. They took it away from the schools and put it into the prison system to build more prisons. Jesus. If you look at the Jesus. from high school to prison pipeline that exists here in America, it's incredible. Oh, it's a VIP. Yes. It's like, here, you can yes. just go right ahead. Might as well. We'll yes. take care of you for the next 25 years. Don't worry about it. We got you. Mm. And you get full and you get full benefits. I don't know, man. To me either, man. This place, <laughs> this place is getting me angry today. It's education system. That's why I tell you to every week, go read books on your own. Go get smart by yourself. See, I think that the goal was to create a narrow horizon as far as our opportunities. What? Oh. A narrow horizon. Meaning? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, like you don't have a lot of you saying like you have th- these many options. Yeah. Like you, have, you can take these lanes and that's about it. it, it it's intended to breed okay. and train a standardized citizenry in order to put down dissent and original thinking. That's what I think. That's what I think. <clears throat> I think that like we, we accept um, things that don't even make sense. You know, uh, we, we accept things that don't make sense, like the federal minimum wage, right? That puts people directly into poverty. Why do we accept this? Do you, I don't, well, we don't have a choice. What, what do you mean? Like, we the people. Well, I understand that. But if we keep voting for people that aren't going to vote in our interest. What you just said, we don't have a choice. This is what I'm talking about with yeah, our education I'm saying, system. Because, Yeah. People aren't involved, they aren't paying attention, and sometimes they even lack the ability to understand or explain the issues that are on the table. Yeah, for sure. Isn't that slavery? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so if this goes back to the schools, how is it possible that these are there to serve us? I'm not saying teachers aren't good. Nah, I, That's not I what I'm what you're, saying. I get what brother. you're saying, though, too, but I just don't like absolutes that have no positives whatsoever. It's like there has to be some positives. It can't be all negatives. We learn long division and cursive. It's not even just that. I mean, the fact <laughs> is, is like there's a lot of successful people in this country, you know, that went to public school. You know, so I'm saying like there are there are good stories, maybe not as many as the negative stories, but there are positives to the education system. Mm. So this was from the United States Commissioner of Education, William Tory Harris. He said 99 out of 100 are automatons, right? Like mindless like mm-hmm. little robots, yep. right? Careful to walk in the prescribed paths, like that narrow horizon that I was talking about. Careful to follow the prescribed customs. This is not an accident, but the result of the substantial education, which was scientifically defined and the summation of to create these individuals. Now, he wrote this in his philosophy on education, and he believed wholeheartedly that the students were the property of the government. This was the fucking United States Commissioner of Education. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty strong words, brother. It's not an accident, he says. This is a scientific approach. I, that's, that's scary to me that yeah. these are the people that we trust to create and control the curriculum of our students. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's shitty. 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm too emotional. I think, I don't know. I just, maybe I don't have enough emotion in it. Maybe you Cause, don't. Because that's what, I, it feels like to me, like I can hear like your passion in your voice and I'm just like, yeah, well, no matter what I say right now though, you're so like, th- your mind is one way set that there's nothing I could say because it's like, no, it's fucked up. This is what it is. You're all slaves. And I, they, <laughs> like, there's not really, I'm like, okay, well, that's what it is then. You know, I just think that there's some positives that come out of, there are like outliers and they're the exceptions mm-hmm. that there, there are some positives that come out of school, you know, like some people do some shit, public school. They learned this stuff on their own. They did their things. I just think that you can't just say there's no positives whatsoever. That's all I'm saying. What are we, um, what are we really improving on in the United States these days? I don't think we've, let's see here in our, as our country. Yeah. Where are we going? Which I mean, direction are we going? Oh, we're going to the red. We're dead. I mean. And it all, it all begins with education. Does it not? The way we work. It had to do, well. The way we work. The way. Has to come down to how we were prepared to work. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I understand what you're saying. I mean, we can, we're, we're going in circles we're, like with this because I, I don't feel like it's all bad. I don't think it's great. Would you like some dick jokes? <laughs> Would that help? I mean, I mean, I mean maybe. here in America, it helps if we could tell some dick jokes. <laughs> I mean, that's different. That's true. That's true. Ladies and gentlemen, relax. Dick jokes are on the way. <laughs> you know who said that? I don't. That was Bill Hicks. Mm. <laughs> He's like, are we feeling a little tension in the room here? That's funny. <laughs> it's because nobody has told any dick jokes. That's pretty funny. <laughs> We know we're in America. We've got to relax somehow with dick jokes. <laughs> oh, yes. Bill Hicks. Now, he was an educated motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He um, basically started doing comedy at 16. But um, I think that he educated himself about quite a many things. And he didn't really fall into the whole school thing. Like, he became a stand-up comic immediately. At 16 years old, Bill Hicks was sneaking out of his house to go and perform at comedy clubs. His buddy would pick him up after he snuck out the window. You ever heard of Bill Hicks? Of course. That dude was, he was, he found out that the law was that he could perform on stage at the age of 16, but he couldn't be in the bars. Yeah. But he could perform. Sandler and Chris Rock did the same thing when they were in New York. It's amazing. Yeah, it's dope. Dick jokes. That's how you. That's how it is, man. You start hearing all that. I, I really like. There's a, an, a book by Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, and it tells all the stories of successful people, but they're beginning stories, mm. and they're so cool because it is little things like that. You know, like oh, they got to wash dishes, so they got to stay in the studio an extra, you know, three hours a week, and then you hear all these stories, and this is where they recorded this, and I think that shit's so awesome. I love that dude, man. He was um. He was one of my favorite comedians, actually. Yeah, he's um. They always they talk about him a lot on some of the podcasts I listen to because he's one of the one of the greats. So they always talk about about him, Patrice O'Neill, and then well, obviously like Richard Pryor and all those guys too. But dude, Pryor was one of my favorites. I like Patrice O'Neill a lot. If you don't know who that is, check I, him I out. I know who he is. He he's dead now, check isn't him. he? Yep, rest in power. Mm. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just too emotional about this one. Um. I, I just, I feel like everything goes back to, to two things in our society, labor, because we spend so much time working, right? It affects more of our life than anything. And everything that we ever do with labor is set up by school. 
you know, like, like how can you, how can you feel like we as a country have any chance at all if, if we're too busy to be a part of a, we, the people form of government. And we're too busy because we have to work so much. 100%. Because the value we have on our education, which is set as a minimum wage based on somebody that has no work experience. Interesting. So this this is our education system that it has to set the minimum wage. $7.25 an hour. That's what a high school diploma will get you. And you got to work three jobs to get yourself out of poverty today. 40 hours a week, 120 hours a week. That's the value of our education system. That's economic enslavement. How can anybody be a part of we the people form of government if they work that goddamn much? You mean you can't? And and is school not to blame? The curriculum? For some. Mm. For some. I mean, there's some of us that are kicking. Mm. From that public education? A few. Mm-hmm. A few. There was some that got A's too. <laughs> yeah. You know, our grading system is a lot like capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's a competition for the top. Mm-hmm. And if you make it there, it feels pretty good. Mm-hmm. But most lose. Mm-hmm. You're okay with that? It's the game. I don't, don't hate the player, hate the game, dog. Like I'm not, I hate the rules, dude. Hundred, it's not fun, but it's, I hate the rules. But I said, dude, I actually had this moment where I was a minimalist for a long time, and I go, what am I gonna do? So I go, I guess I'm gonna play the game. I don't have a choice. And that's where I was just like, let's start the shoe collection today. <laughs> but you know, it's written into our constitution uh, for for us to have free speech, right? But you've got to be able to formulate thoughts in order to speak freely, right? We have to be able to understand when other people are speaking the information that we're getting, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like here we had coronavirus and nobody had a clear view of what the fuck to do because our information is so used as weapons. Fidicky. Oh, yeah. That's true. It is powerful. Yeah. That is very powerful. You know, uh, during, I I don't even know if she's still the, um, still the U.S. Secretary of Education, but she was during Trump's administration, Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. Right. I I was looking into her back when he was uh, president. She's wild. She was listed as the 88th richest person in America. She was the person that was in charge of the U.S. education system, the public school. I mean, the 88th richest person in America. With an estimated network uh, net worth of uh, five point four billion, right? Um, and and she's uh, <laughs> had been in trouble for um, basically stealing money. Yeah, stealing. Yeah, uh, she was uh, with the Christian Democracy political ideological, you know, thing. So you've got somebody that is very religious, you know, head of our schools. Very wealthy. Where was the separation of church and state on that one? <laughs> I think that thing went away a long time ago. Yeah, she was a founding figure <laughs> in the Christian democracy political ideology. You know, ideology. Ideology. Yeah, her highest level of education is a bachelor's degree in business economics. <laughs> Interesting. Is that what you have? Interesting. Uh, no, 
I don't have economics. It's finance. But, oh, finance. Okay. But I've taken some economics. <laughs> Not much, but that's wild. I don't know, man. It just sucks because, you know, we elect somebody and then they picked everybody. This is so crazy about that. Like even our political system, it's the presidents are picking the secretaries of everything. I think they have to get a confirmation though. I'm correct. You still got to go to the Senate or the House and Senate. Well, that was who we had running our schools. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There was, I remember there was, I remember watching her a few times and just being dumbfounded. You know, basic questions that they would ask her, but. You know, and, and the, the public schools under her time have done worse. You know, like one of the big things was um, we're going to, uh, we're going to, take the funding away from schools that are failing schools. Do you remember this? Vaguely. Oh, this was the big thing that, that baby Bush wanted. He wanted a, a accountability and any schools that were failing would, would have their funding taken away and they would <laughs> shut down the school. So is that when no child left behind was vetted? I around that time, think so. It sounds if like I remember, it, it sounds if like I it remember would be right. because of it, it would be. Because yeah. Of that. yeah. So, but imagine this. Okay. You're a teacher, Right. And I'm saying I'm going to shut down your school <laughs> unless the kids are passing, right? What are you going to do as a teacher? We are going to either lower the standards or we're going to give them the answers to the test. Right. Gayla, right, half the year, she was a straight A student at one point, And then all of a sudden she just quit doing schoolwork. Got straight Fs for the second half of the school year, right? Second half of the school year. They gave her the grades, C's across the board. <laughs> C's across the board. C's across the board. <laughs> they gave her the grades. Snoqualmie School District gave her the grades. Gave my daughter her grades. Why? So no child left They don't want to have their budget affected. I can't have this happening. We only got so many seats. And we wonder, and, and, and you know, my daughter was a straight A student, right? So she was a thinker. She wasn't a dummy. There's some people that don't have the... Um, emotional or mental ability to do well in school because they believe that they're failures before they're even in high school, you know? Yeah. And, and these kids that are just getting pushed through the system, pushed through the system, they become adults. And what are they supposed to do? They don't do anything but what they were doing. Exactly the same. You only they do go into survival, survival mode. mode. Yep. I mean, yeah. just what you were taught, just to hang on. And is that something to do with the crime that we have? Oh, we've talked about this. Before. I mean, they go, it's, it's amazing how they all go hand in hand. It know? is. It's just, I mean, it's no coincidence. I guess I'll say it like that. Hmm. And that's, that's exactly the way I feel about it. You know, I think that it is no coincidence that we are where we are. Because the thing is, is most, most of our politicians came from wealth. Yes. Right? Most of our politicians studied law and had to have the funds to study law at the schools that they studied in. Mm-hmm. So we have a very wealthy um, body of people in politics that make all the decisions for most people that are in poverty. Yeah, they don't, it's not for them. Yeah. Right. You don't make this, it's not for the people, it's for your people. And I'm talking like I was a senator, it's like, no, I'm doing this for my people. I mean, we've got, we've got a, a national debt that is incredible. You even know what it is now? It t- 20, Does anybody? Because 20 trillion? 
These these are abstract ideas that even people that are somewhat good at math like you probably would have a hard time grasping. Oh, I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't even... I've seen a tweet that goes, they, go, they said the world debt. They go, who are we in debt to, Jupiter? You know, I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> well, we're in debt to banks. <laughs> yeah. We're in, debt, we're in debt to banks and they will want their money. Eventually. Eventually. It's, it's coming. What's the resource that we're going to be able to trade away? Uh, votes. Is that what it is? Could be. Less, less rights for people. That's one. I don't know. It was just my first thought that came to my head, um, which is interesting. Are right? they going to take our land? Aren't they already? Have slowly, they already? Aren't they slowly starting to do it? Dude, what do we own anymore? Dude, you don't own anything. And even when you own your house, you don't even really own your own house. Maybe we should be paying attention. Um, so you want to know, okay, so I, I follow conspiracies, right? As you know. And uh, I had, I, I followed this one about the, about the submarine. All right. This guy talked about what passed during the four days that the submarine was <laughs> supposedly uh, lost. And this guy was like, bro, it exploded on Sunday. They knew for four days. They just wanted to push the story so they can get this legislation done. And he started talking about all the legislation that was done this week. And I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Go look at the legislation that was done this last week. Oh. It's ridiculous. Straight up stealing from the people right in front of their faces. So you, you were a finance guy, right? Like with, with the national debt that we have, mm-hmm. how come... When we have to go buy a car, we have to fill out like those credit report stuff, or it's, it, right? Or to rent an apartment, we have to have good enough credit. When they, <laughs> no. I mean, holy fucking shit, they've mortgaged our future. No, 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 no. They print money that isn't real. Now, if you made money that isn't real, you're going straight to the pen. That's not what they do. They, they give bonds to the bank that let us print money. They well, give promissory notes. Well, yeah, but They're I mean, taking a loan out. They're doing the same thing we try to do. Well, I'm, no, no, no. They're printing <laughs> money, man. Like, no, no, no. They're just printing money. Right. Like, it's not for the loan or anything. It's to maintain the sturdiness of the economy. But like, they're literally printing money that has no value. Which devalues yes, all of us. Yes, a hundred percent. That's exactly what they did in Colombia. Mm. And that's what ended up happening to where it devalued so much that people were using the dollar bills for like to make clothes and paper and shit. Like they weren't even, they were using to start fires. Like can you imagine this a hundred dollar stack of bills just cause it has no value. It's coming. Mm. It's coming, baby. $10 bread. Get ready. I mean, the, the failures of, of the government is incredible to me. Right. The consistent failures. The consistent. Yeah. Right. The consistent failures, like the response to the oil spills, the the gas industry, you know what I mean? Like all the stuff that we're doing with the environment, right, is, is just incredible to me, right? Or the, like <laughs> this, the, the the non-care of the environment? Yeah. There's like the, the lack, of, lack of care, just fucking man, just throw it in the river. Fucking man, just start, keep fracking, you know, we can, that, that's going to come back one day. It's like, what are you doing, man? I mean... <laughs> Even even the amount of um, nuclear bombs that we've built. It's like, what is it? We can kill ourselves. I think it's a thousand times over. Oh my God. I th- And I think, no, it's something even stupider than that. But I think we have like 1,400 missiles that could end the world. I think they Russia has like 1,200. 
you know, that can end the world multiple times. Yeah. It's like, what do you need? And we and just we, keep, and, and we, we just keep, keep buying pump, more, buying more, pumping more money into the R and D. It's like, bro, how much, how much more do you need? And me and you were paying interest on that. Absolutely. We are. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which devalues my money even more, yeah. which in turn makes my bread more Is expensive. Is it making us more safe? I think it's, okay, that's a, <laughs> okay. It may. In but, which way? But I go exactly what I was going to get at. But w- at what cost is what I was going to say, is what I was going to say. Because, I mean, look at what Richard Weapons, poor schools. Oh, oh. <laughs> if you were, if you had the ability to kill me right now, like you had a gun, right? And I killed you first, right? Would I have to kill you again to be safer? <laughs> No, <laughs> we just keep making more and more bombs to be able to destroy the entire earth a million times over. And it's not making us any safer. We've got enough now. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't even know. Maybe because our education system ain't too good. Yeah. I probably wish, man. All right. So at the end of this, I just realized that I actually didn't have a good education growing up. Oh, dude. My life is probably over soon. I don't know, dude. I, I, I just, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm getting it all this wrong. Like it looks like on TikTok we're doing pretty well, right? Like that's just. Well, no, I mean, I just, okay. Obviously. Okay. It's not. <laughs> all right. Bro. All right. So I say, I think that the fact is the, we don't have, like, I don't know what the purpose is. Like if I said this, like, what is the purpose? Like what, if someone asked me right now, like, what's your purpose? I'd be like, I don't know. You, you don't know what your purpose is? I mean, make money. Like, I don't know. What is my purpose? To be the best version I can of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, same can be said with like education. And I think most people would say that their purpose is to make money or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that my purpose is that. Really? No, I don't. I don't. I think that my purpose is to make the best world that I possibly can in the time that I have here. Yeah, I just be the best version of me I can be. It's like, but that isn't just about making money. Well, no, but I think the best version of me does make a lot of it. Mm. But then again, you were an A student. Maybe I'm messing it. Maybe I'm messing it. I wasn't always an A student. I got B's a couple times. Oh, did you? A couple C's. I did fail one class. It's a good story, too. Mm. Donald Little, bless her heart. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be concerned. Maybe I should just relax. I just, nah, I mean, that's my method. I mean, I just, I mean, it's, we shouldn't, it's not funny. It's something to joke about. I mean, the future is going to be shitty if we got shitty people. Ugh. Dude, I'm just frustrated. God, Sean, why you make me feel, I was in a good mood, bro. <laughs> Curious G, now I'm all sad ac over here you know i think one of the problems is the is that we we teach people not to think we teach obedience not to question information Wait, say that say that one more time we we teach people not to think because we teach obedience you're supposed to be okay, yeah, obedient yeah. to the information yeah. that's coming in right and not to question it repeat it these are the answers. Yeah. That's the issue. These are the answers. Yeah. That is yeah, you're right. I don't you, like that. We're we're not we're not taught to think you know, one thing that I, I had someone say to me once and I thought it was so cool because um, it was about critical thinking. That's what's kind of, but it was when I was in college. One, one of my professors goes, you know, there's two ways to get the same answer. 
Right. And he just, he left it at that. And I was like, huh? He goes, yeah, man. You know, there was same, especially math. There's a lot of steps you can skip if you can just do some shit, you know? But again, it's having to learn it though. You know, and I think one of the biggest things that we could be taught, and I mentioned this in, in the list of things that we're, we're not taught, is communication. Like just the ability to have a conversation. How, I was when you said that I was curious. What do you what do you mean by that? You don't like I I just I think that like I don't okay. have, I feel like everyone can have a conversation. So like, so here's the way that our classrooms are set up, right? Teachers in front, class is facing the teacher. You raise your hand to talk. It's not a conversation. The information comes one way at us. Okay. I was thinking about like recess and talking to your students no. and talking to, and like making relationship friendships. To be able to have a conversation, to be able to listen, right? Um, to feel the freedom of, of to putting, putting out an idea, like what we do on the show, mm -hmm. right? We've been wrong. I don't know how many times, <laughs> right? Like we say, we're imperfectly human. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, an idea that we're going to have these conversations and maybe we'll grow. Well, in school, that's not the way it is. It's these are the answers. Pay attention. <laughs> Information is coming at you. It's not a conversation, right? It doesn't teach critical thinking. It, it, it teaches like you to repeat information. It doesn't teach creative thinking. Like, why don't we teach kids how to handle money? Why don't we teach them about human rights, workers' rights? Well, no, because then they're human. We can't have that. Car repair. <laughs> oh, I don't know shit about it. Dude, you know how much money that would save people if they knew how to fucking fix their car? You know, there's so many things, man. Credit. Why don't we teach kids about credit That's and huge. credit cards? It is huge. See, um, you're, you're right. And you know what I'm thinking now? I'm thinking that I learned all this shit in college. Because credit card was definitely college. I came in and explained credit cards to us pretty well and was just like, you can actually build the future just on credit cards if you do it right. Mm -hmm. And some people have, but yeah, I don't know. I just felt gun safety. Why aren't we teaching gun safety, dude? Just the safety. You don't yeah, ever don't. have to use them. You know, <clears throat> I mean, workplace safety, right? Why don't we have OSHA classes in school that teach people how to be safe when they get to fucking work? Well, you would think that they would want you to learn OSHA classes because you're going to be going to a factory soon. Right? You, you would think. You would think that'd be like one of the first things they teach you. You would think to be physically safe when you get into the workplace. Yeah. Well, if you, I mean, it, I'm thinking like psychology. If you teach people that that's what the reality of the world is, is just safety within places, they start thinking that that's not normal. And they go into... In the workplace. Suicide prevention. That would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. We've got, we've got 40% more girls committing suicide since the age of social media. Suicide prevention among teens would be huge. Why aren't we teaching it? Among boys, it's gone up 30%. Uh. We'd be saving lives, saving lives today if we taught suicide prevention in high school. It wouldn't just be preparing us for a better life. It would be saving lives. But that would get in the way of the math classes, though. <laughs> yeah, I got to learn the Pythagorean theorem, bro. I got shit to do. I mean, just, just preventing the psychological damage of, of social media, porn, and propaganda. 
to be able to spot some of the logical fallacies that's yeah, presented. That's, that's huge. Man. It is they, huge. They need that one for sure. All this is huge, dude. Right? <clears throat> I would like to, okay. Are we talking education next week? We're going to be back on school, but I think we're okay. going to probably take a different All right. aspect Guess of what? It. I'm going to do some research. Okay. I want you to. Because I have, and I'm going to come back with some things because I, uh, I want to just take 10 minutes and recap some things that I've been thinking in this, but I can't do it because I don't have enough research yet. Uh, but I want to- I got the motherfucker doing some homework now. No, bro. Because I don't, because this is the most, this is the most I disagreed with you in a, in a podcast that we've had so far. Maybe we agree with each other and we're just saying things differently. Because I think we do agree at the end of the day that it's a slave written debt <laughs> education system. Pretty much. But I also say like, but there's people that get out. You know? Look at the, look at all the stuff that got canceled in our schools. Oh, psh. Bro. Arts, sports, music, but but guess what didn't get cut? Sports. Well, what what is what is the NFL? And I love the NFL. You know, I'm a goddamn NFL freak, right? Wait, what did you say? What what is the NFL? It's a business, right? Oh yeah, entertainment. It's a business, it's an entertainment business, right? But what does it tie us to? Competition. I don't, I don't know what you're getting. At. Competition. Okay. You know, sacrifice. Do it for the team, right? No matter what comes in front of you, you battle through. Inches. Right? Don't stop. I mean, not to say that I don't love football and that I don't think that it's a great game, but at the same time, um, those programs are succeeding because they make money for schools, right? Mm -hmm. Music classes, we can afford to cut those, right? Can we? The effects that it has on the mind? Yeah, I, man. Dance. All I know is that the 90s were humans prime. That's all I'm going to give, man. The 90s. Everything after that, everything's falling apart, bro. Okay, let's take one thing. You know what was one of the big things that changed from movies in the 90s? Smoking. No. When we got places like Blockbuster, straight to video. Do you know what happened when we got straight to video movies? Okay, hold up a second. Do you know what happened when you got straight to video movies? Yeah. I don't know. We could watch more movies. We fucking could. Yeah. You're right. And it affected the money. Guys like Quentin Tarantino were able to become directors because they made films that went straight to video, right? Straight to video. All of a sudden, new directors emerged because they didn't have the, the constraints upon the money, the business side of things. Think about how creative our filmmakers are today. We keep putting out the same ideas. Fast and Furious fucking 10, right? Are we out of ideas? No. It's that the investors don't want to invest unless they are sure they're going to get the money back. But back in the 90s, it wasn't that costly to invest. I did. It Reservoir was, Dogs was made for a million and a half bucks. It's the DVD thing. Um, it was. I was listening to Matt Damon talk about it actually with, uh, with um, like what changed. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. It was the advent of streaming. Because now people can no longer, you know, you were used to getting like, and I'll get 10% of the DVD sales. Right. You know, there's no longer DVD sales. Um, that was the whole thing with why Netflix pays $25 million to an actor, because this is how much they think that they would generate, like, at the actual theater. So this is how much we're going to pay him for this. Yeah, I, I, I did know a little bit about this. Which I so find- all that creativity that <laughs> happened in the 90s as far as uh, films? <laughs> 
it, it, it came as a result of only simply that the technology changed, which made things cheaper to get into. You know, and there's a lot of directors like Quentin Tarantino that got their start at a time that um, 10 years earlier, they wouldn't have been able to get in. And now they wouldn't have been able to get in. Dude, I was just, I was talking to my mom about this and I said to her, I go, I wonder how much different my life would be if I was like in college now. Mm. Like I go, I go, did I have the personality to be an influencer? Like an influencer? Oh jeez! Like that's crazy to think about, but it is like, that's how you would do it. I was more free to be on video and stuff. Like I rarely am on video now. This is the most I talk to anybody besides my job, you know, but I don't really... Not on like social media, all this, all anything like that. I'm just kind of. That's the job everybody wants right now, right? Yeah. Young people, they want to be the number one job. Number one job. Want to be as an influencer. Everybody wants to influence. Yeah, but you with with nothing. Yeah, that's I don't. I I think it's hilarious. Influence what, bro? What are you going to influence? Yeah. What What ideas we got? Boobies. You know how I said I said boobies. Is that what? Yeah. Well, I I told you I go I. That, that whole zero to one thing, I'm real with that. Like, I think it's very, like, I don't, I don't know the last time I heard a new idea. It's been a while. Mm. I think we're under systematic slavery. That's my two cents. I, I'm, I realize I'm only going to get a penny for my thoughts though. You know, <laughs> and right now we've got 10 year olds getting caught in McDonald's working in the, in the state of Kentucky. You know what I mean? And, and we can't seem to even have a reaction to this shit. Dude, it's amazing. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I should just relax and go to the movies. I don't know. There are a few I want to see, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, people, I'm sorry if I got a little bit intense on this one. Um, maybe I'm alone in this thing. Let me know what the hell y'all think. And maybe I'm alone in this thing. Maybe please, you are. And please let us know what you think. Maybe you are. You know, I've been wrong many a times, and I will be wrong many more. I think we want to feel good about our education system. I think that's what it is. I think we want to feel good about it because we Who? all got it. Who's we? All of us. Because we all went through the public education system. We don't want to feel like we're dummies or slaves. Huh. Interesting. Maybe we don't want to see it. Maybe we want to be comfy. I mean, the fact that an influencer can be something too. Maybe people just don't fucking care. Maybe people don't care. Anymore. It's like, why? You know, like the whole entrepreneur thing. Bro, when I was a kid, I didn't know I didn't know the word entrepreneur. I learned that shit until I was older. Now you have nine-year-old kids being like, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm. It's just a generation. It's just like a whole, the next generation of like, what becomes normal, like what was advanced becomes normal, mm. you know, after a while. And it is watching my little nephew navigate my phone. It's crazy. Well, this is how dumb I think we are. The last presidential debate... We were currently in two wars. It was never brought up as a topic by either candidate. By design. Nobody thought to ask. People thought to ask. People didn't want to ask. Someone, someone thought to ask. That's why it wasn't there. Mm. Mm. They, were, they had those town- Town hall meetings. Town hall meetings Stupid where people shit. got up to a- yeah. ask the questions. Nobody brought up either war. Pre-picked. Is that what it is? 100%. Oh, everything's just controlled? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know. Yeah. I'm not smart enough to see it. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily I got a public education because I'm, I'm I can see the, I can see it. I'm in the fairy tale charade, man. <laughs> Bro. Good luck. Once upon a time, <laughs> tickle my balls. Yeah. Once upon a time, not long ago. <sighs> All right. I, I'm going <laughs> to quit beating this dead horse. 
No, man, go one more time. <laughs> go listen. Listen. Hey, hey, welcome to Truth to Power. This is your boy. Is that just <laughs> you know, maybe I should tell some dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that fucking dude, Bill Hicks, man. Um, yeah, he actually is like, don't worry, the dick jokes are on the way. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. I editorialize for 40 minutes, and the last 10 minutes, we pull our shoots and float <laughs> down the dick joke island together. That's funny. <laughs> we will rest our weary heads against the big, thick vein trunks of dick jokes oh, while oh, we geez. sit on our big, cushiony, beanbag scrotum chairs and <laughs> giggle away the dawn like any good American in a comic club. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Hicks, for your wisdom. We just need a few dick jokes. <laughs> just a few. I am Curious G, and this is my man. Ace Cannon. Parting thoughts? Read a book this week. Drink water. We're out. This is Curious G, and this has been the Truth Power Podcast. In this episode, we took on the education system here in America. We're going to look at this topic again next week, but from another angle. Um, Until then, I'm going to try to relax a little bit. Maybe eat some fucking popsicles and chill. School is a Greek word that means quiet, contemplative thought. Is that still the word we want for that structure of business types learn to hunt? Move through bells, choke down lunch. Grade A cattle, conveyor belt. Grin cuts the fat, product thins. You got them cut, shit kids you in. American dreams as we all can win. Now stay focused, please, don't talk to Jim. That loose cannon, well, he just quit school again. Is it weird that we the people can't see the people, can't talk to other peoples with separate views or different steeples? That ain't evil, that's just people. Now, if you want to know where I get these conceptual bombs, some like the hustle, that bite fight muscle. I listen to that quiet mind, kitchen, calm, then emptiness fills my cup. One clear thought and I'm caught. Touch. In the beginning, it was enough and we got light. Clear a gem. He just pulled out his dick again. <laughs>